welcome to Gutsy Matters Podcast, brought to you by storednaturally.com. I'm Wendy Allen. And I'm Helen Reynolds. Gutsy Matters Podcast is for independent thinkers who aren't afraid to stand out from the crowd. Our conversations are with people who, like us, are willing to create something they believe in, something that helps us all to live more sustainably, more consciously, and with greater connection. We're delighted you're joining us to discover, uncover, and create opportunities and perspectives about health, wealth, and sustainable living. Jeff Schulteis is a food technologist and food capability specialist who has recently helped a local apple grower create, develop, and bring to market a new whole food apple drink, which they've called Apple. Jeff is a believer in communication, positive culture and engagement, and he has applied the strategic people system structure in many different contexts with outstanding results and is looking forward to helping Australian food and ag sector build our best tomorrow. We're really excited to talk with him today because he has so much to share about apple processing, marketable products, apple waste and apple juice. So welcome, Jeff. G'day, how are you? We're glad to have you here. And we're really pleased that you could join us to talk about the Apple story. It all started in the Savio. Is that the correct pronunciation? Yeah, it's Savio. It's an Sav- Italian. They're an, they're an Italian family, really great family, but they're Savio. In the Savio family orchard in the Granite Belt in Queensland, three generations ago. That's right. And that's a story in all of, all of in itself, and I'm sure we'll get to that. Well, that's what we'd love to hear. So tell us the background, what led them into, into Apple and how it all began. So the origin of the Savio family uh, began in 1949. Uh, the family patriarch, Pietro, we call him Peter, uh, he departed Italy uh, by himself. Uh, there was a lot of immigration in those days and he came to Australia to find his fortune and future, uh, which he did very successfully. I think within a, a year he'd already purchased a plot of land. Uh, he'd started growing some apples. Uh, I think a year later his family followed and they have kept up a, an apple growing tradition ever since uh, in Stanthorpe in the Granite Belt region. Um, they're an amazing family. He's still there. I think he's 97. He's wow. just come out of hospital in the last couple of days and he's back. And prior to that, he was up while we were working this project, he was up on the apple grader every day, grading apples at 97. Uh, so his children have taken it on, his children's so children have true. taken it on. So it's true. An apple a day keeps the doctor away and you're and good to go at 97. It's, <laughs> it's, it's certainly worked for him. Uh, but they're an amazing family. They've got a really good hardworking ethic. A lot of the immigra- immigrants of, of that time just came out here to do something and, and he really did. So they've, they've, they're now one of the top three uh, apple growers in Queensland. They supply Woolworths, Coles, Aldi uh, and lots of, lots of products with Jazz, Granny Smith, Pink Lady Apples, huge varieties. They're a really good operation. They're, they're fully certified. And, uh, and yeah, it's been a pleasure working with them on this project. So what, why did they want to extend the apple production in terms of going into a manufactured product yeah this is totally new for them and i think it's the vision of the the current uh, manager who is who is peter's son uh, john uh, and him and the the family have decided that whilst they like growing apples and they will continue to do that they, they wanted to take a new direction uh, and and become manufacturers as well so they actually formed an innovation team two years ago uh, in, to research uh, ways which they could evaluate apples and utilize apples that weren't uh, suitable for mainstream. So everyone knows there are a lot of very stringent quality criteria, size criteria, grading criteria for, for every product in, in, in retail. Uh, and, and sometimes we all think it's a little too tight because I think we'd all accept, uh, as consumers, a lot of us would accept 
uh, standards that are a little, little bit less stringent, especially if they knew what it meant to the growers. Because for the growers to get to that specification is often very difficult and very wasteful. And then they're screwed down on price by retailers. So it's, it's a difficult position to be in. It's become increasingly difficult. And the family really has tried to look at another way of, of making a living and making their mark on the world. So it's, it's strategic, but I think they also really love bringing their products to people. And so they, they didn't decide to, to do this product. They decided to do innovation and work out a way of doing it. And they formed a team... Uh, with Deborah Loosley and, and, and Gordon Young, who are two other consultants like me who have been working with them for two years. Uh, this is the, the primary product that's come out, and we've developed this through and launched it. Uh, but this being Apple. The Apple. Do you like that name? <laughs> I love the we name. I love the name. Apple. It's an apple in a bottle. And it's amazing because the bottle looks like an apple as well. Yeah. I mean, it's that round, chubby bottle that, that's really cool. Totally unique design. It's it's fully recycled PET bottle as well, which is very, very environmentally conscious because we are, we are conscious of that. But it's a round bottle for, for, for the listeners. It's a, it's a short, round bottle that feels in your hand just like an apple. Mm. Uh, there's two flavours. It's Pink Lady and Granny Smith, which are the two highest selling apples in Australia. And they would know because they grow them and sell them. Uh, and so... That's, um, yeah, one's very red like a pink lady and one's very green like a Granny Smith. So it is an apple in the bottle. So how did they come upon thinking about a juice rather than some other product? I mean, they had a, they've had they had an innovation team for two years, so obviously yep. they've been looking at a number of different yep. innovations and products that they could take to market. So why why the apple juice? Well, I mean, it, and, and this is where it's, it's really interesting and we have a real challenge in communicating this product to the market it's actually not a juice. Uh, th- I mean, obviously, if, if you want to value add apples, the first thing everyone will go to is a juice, mm-hmm. right? But but the problem with apple juice, uh, as, as most people who are actually thinking about it would know, that apple juice isn't very healthy at all. It's full of sugar. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's added or not, it doesn't matter because it's had all the good stuff taken out of it. There's no fibre in it. Um, it's been super heat treated above 90 degrees uh, to kill off all the moulds. The juicing apples that are normally used for juice are horrible. Uh, if you saw a bin of those juicing apples, you'd probably think twice uh, but nobody sees that but that's what the industry knows because they're all the reject apples uh, and they're all often full of mold and other things that would normally bruises and rot that would not get processed and sold so but they they get made into juice so the concept of drinkable fruit really popped up fairly early and so that's what the bulk of the research was on and 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 the team especially Gordon was very instrumental in working out a way of pulping this product without losing the freshness of a crisp and fresh apple, so it's not high heat treated, uh, and and this product really stood out as something that was innovative, and and wasn't in the market, and, and that we was worth pursuing. So we've got to that point. Um, we did get a field grant, so uh, it was a co-match funding grant from FIAL, uh, who were basically a, a very large body who support Australian innovation in food and agri- agriculture, and that was very helpful. They're very. They're a very good organisation. What they do is they they support local innovation. They support innovation hubs, and they represent Australian products uh, overseas as well. So they're doing a lot of work right now in connecting um, uh, Australian businesses with overseas export opportunities. It's F I A L. Uh, they're a great business, and we've been actually featured and will be featured in a few of their publications just because this project is so cool. I think the Apple product is super cool. It, for the listeners, it's just like a, a smoothied fresh apple, like a, a pureed fresh apple that's super pureed. You know, it's very smooth. Yeah, it's, 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 re- it's halfway between juice and puree, isn't it? It's yeah. not puree, but it's not juice. Yeah, yeah. it's really great. And yeah. it, I, I just could imagine myself 
you know, when I'm away from home, I can't make a smoothie like I normally would. You know, you're on the, you're at a motel or something, you know, you're away from home and you think, I just really want something fresh and healthy. And you'd reach into the, you know, the cold fridge and pull out an apple. And that's, and that's totally what it's all about. It's, it's a, it's a small drink. It's 130 mils. So it's not a 500 mil, you know, um, giant bottle of something, but it is totally designed for health and convenience. So it's, and with, with all the fiber in there, so there's two grams of fiber in there as well. So if you, you drink one and now I've made lots of these in, in production and I've drunk one and two and three, if you drink two of them in a row, you feel like you've had a meal. When you drink one, you, it's like eating an apple. So if, if you think about the difference between eating an apple or drinking a glass of apple juice, this is an apple. This isn't the glass of apple juice. So that's really what it's about. It's, it's, it's healthy. It's convenient. It's on the go. So we're launching into service stations. Uh, we're launching into health food shops in Toowoomba this weekend. We're going into Central Health Foods and Govitas, which we're really excited about. Um, and it's, it is that product. It's, it's healthy. It's convenient. It's fresh. It tastes like a fresh apple. It is actually 99.9% apple. And that includes pulp, it includes peel. There's a lot of healthy compounds in peel that, that you lose in apple juice because peel does not get into apple juice. Peel gets, peel gets squished out. Uh, the other 0.1% is vitamin C. So whilst that helps us with browning over shelf life because it is a commercial um, food product, uh, it's also vitamin C. So it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. And I think the description that it's a bit like a smoothie is a really good one, Helen, because yeah, it isn't juice, no. but it's not really thick and gooey. It's yep. it's just lovely. It's a yeah. really lovely texture, yep. and it's a yeah, it's very drinkable and very easy to drink. It's not yeah, it's not really th- it's not like a puree. It's not like yep. eating a pureed apple, like that's, baby food type puree. Yeah, that's right. It's not that's, like that at all. Yeah, well, that's yeah. That, that was our, our, one of our concerns is that we don't want people to think that it is just a bit of puree and, and, and it's not great. So we've really done a huge amount of work and trialling and testing mm. and process control. Uh, I, I supported the project with uh, the development of the quality system and the scale-up pr- process. So working with Gordon, who was our engineering lead as well, we sourced the equipment, we developed the process. Scale-up is always tricky. What works on a kitchen bench or on a kitchen pot on your stove doesn't work in a 500 kilo batch. So uh, that was a real trick with this product because we are not uber heat treating it. So we have to be very conscious. Uh, it's microbiologically, it's, it's, it's very stable uh, because of its pH. Apple juice is a naturally low pH, but we are worried about yeast and molds. Uh, and because we're not blasting it with 90 degrees, like all the apple juices out there, we have to be very careful. So we've done some pretty cool stuff, which I can't talk about, uh, to get this product to market. Uh, so it is innovative. There's a patent pending. Uh, and I don't think there's going to be too many Me Too products coming out too quick. I think a few people will be trying, though. So getting back to Tintax, so the, the family has a, a, have, have the orchard. Yep. So are they processing it on site? Or, Absolutely. Yeah, so yeah, it's, we've converted, tell us a bit about the family and the involvement and yeah. how it sort of has got to building a production, obviously, that's yep. not being done in the kitchen anymore. So Absolutely. tell us a bit more about what how that's all yeah, taking shape. Totally new for them. So, you know, growing apples and, and packing them. I mean, they've got a grading plant. They're grading, they're washing apples, they're packing them off. They're, they're doing Woolworths and Coles. So they're familiar with all those standards. They're a really good operation. But processing, once you cut things and process things, it's another step uh, forward. So they gave up one of their big cold rooms. And this is about the point when I got involved and said, right, let's, let's start making it. You know, we need to make thousands of bottles of this. This isn't just, you know, pouring it in from a jug, you know, on a bench. So, uh, so yeah, the, the journey was really good. So there was a few family members that got allocated to the project uh, and they were really um, – Daniel Salter's one of the son-in-laws who's married into the family and he's one of their key guys in their engineering space. 
and he's now looking after the, the production. Uh, so part of it was um, helping them as consultants develop their programs and, and their systems and implement the machinery and the equipment and get it all working. But the biggest part of it for me, and this is what I'd always try and do in my business, is to build their capability to do it themselves. So we're teaching them, we're helping them, guide them. We're, everybody's learning. Everybody's learning all the time. So our job was really to scale it up, implement it, but also bring the family and the family members in along the way. And, and you just get so much interest when you're on site doing a trial or, or working something out. Everyone's sort of watching you walk around and people are poking their heads in. And, you know, there's a, there's a really good buzz. Uh, and the family works really hard and they're very tight. They're very close. So it's great. You know, th- there's an excitement there that they're doing something new and cool and different and for their own future. Because there's, you know, there's kids running around and stuff. You know, the next generation's already on the farm. You know, it's just their life and how they, how they live. Uh, there's a couple of really good videos, which you really should go to uphall.com.au and check out because they're just beautiful videos of the family. You know, the, the McDonald's ads where the guy goes, I grow beef for McDonald's and it's his farm and he's standing there and he's all proud. Um, this is the same, but it's, it's just got beautiful shots of their orchards and, you know, Robert's one of the brothers and he looks after the orchard, but he's been working in this as well, Robert Savio. You know, he just regards all the apples as his children. You know, it's it's beautiful. And you can see it in those videos. The kids are laughing. You know, old, old man Peter's there. The, his, his grandkids are running around him, handing him an apple. It's beautiful. So they're a really, they're a really good family to work with and, and work for. And it's obvious that the passion for their business and their orchard yeah. is coming out in their product mm. as well because that, that obviously goes through yeah. that they're so passionate about what they're doing and they're wanting to make a really good product Absolutely. in the next step in terms of innovation. Absolutely. And, and, and to be honest, commercially, I mean, I mean, working with Deb, who's really done all the marketing background for this, which is wonderful work. She's done some wonderful work. But, but, but being made where it's grown is so commercially attractive, you know, People are really interested in provenance. They're interested in their products. They're interested in the story. You've got one of the best stories I think I've heard with this family and this product, and it's all true. It's genuine and real and true. All we've got to do is tell people about it. We were actually in uh, deep in negotiations with Qantas um, in the early days, but that's not happening anymore. <laughs> yes, well, sadly, with the pandemic yeah. um, in 2020, it's, uh, it's a bit of a shame with some of those opportunities that, that can't, that can't come to fruition, but Absolutely. I guess down the track, hopefully, when yeah. everything's back to some sort of normality, those those opportunities may come for the family as well. Well, we think they will, and 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 one of the we have had some challenges bringing this product to market. The, the market is nervous. Um, there's some innovation going on. There's a lot going on in plant based, but that's an established mega trend. This is very new, so for store owners to to, to understand this product and to have a consumer group understand this product and what it is. And, and drive demand, we've spoken to a lot of people who love the product and say, look, come back when you've got some sales history and we know it works. We're not going to take a risk on it. So we've, we're launching with the people that want to give it a shot and so far so good. Uh, but we think once once people understand it, taste it a few times and, and it becomes part of their part of their you know their product selections, uh, yeah, we think that more people are going are gonna to come to us and we think there's, there's a world of opportunity here. Down the track, if, if, if we get really busy with this, there's absolutely plans for a new factory and all the rest of it. So there's, there's potential for this to grow significantly, which we all love. Mm. So if you're at the cold fridge and you're looking in and trying to decide if you want an apple juice or an apple, yep. choose the apple. Choose, choose the apple. <laughs> You'll notice it because it looks very different from anything else in the fridge. Uh, it's very, yeah, it's, it's, it's that small and round shape, uh, that silhouette. 
uh, and it's very distinctive and it's very good. Kids love them. My kids, every time I came home from a trial or a production run, um, they were just on me and they would just disappear out of the fridge. Uh, so for children, you know, we were also thinking about aged care. You know, not everyone actually wants to bite into an apple with their teeth. You know, we've got to think about everybody. But to get the full nutrition of an apple without having to eat an apple does suit some people. Of course, there'll be some people that say, well, I'll just eat an apple. And that's fine. We're not saying don't eat an apple. Uh, but if you're, in, if you're on the road and you, you dropped into a survey or you need, you need something quick and you, you know, you, and you like the product, have one of these. Well, that's the thing, isn't it, when you're on the road? It's yeah. really hard to eat fresh food. It is. And if you put an apple or a banana in your bag, it invari- invariably gets bruised yep. and then you don't feel like eating it anymore or it gets too hot in the car or hot whatever. Hot in the car is a problem. And, and we do. I've spoken to a lot of people who do travel for business and they say, look, it, it is, it's really hard to eat when you're out and about. Eat well and eat healthy. Uh, every snack and everything, you've really got to, got to be careful. So if this could become a go-to product for that, for that category of person, which is really what we're talking about, healthy convenience. And I think too, if people... St- People are more aware now of what's what they are eating and, and drinking, I guess, too. So yep. in the past, I guess people thought, oh, apple juice, that's more healthy um, to drink than yep. a lemonade or a Coke yep. or something like yep. that. But really it's not. I mean, yep. I've, you've seen those graphics where, you know, how much sugar, you know, and they pile up the little pile of sugar <laughs> and there's, you know, two teaspoons in this and 21 in a bottle, I think a litre bottle of soft drink and this yep. sort of thing. It's yep. just horrific. Yep. And and really, if you look at the back of a pack and a, a bottle of, or a tetra pack of any apple juice, yep. yeah, it is quite frightening when you have a look. So, it, it, you know, I think is. if people are wanting, as you say, wanting a healthy um, drink that's it's easy and quick. It's it's certainly a great a great that, solution. That's right. And in terms of flavour profile, I mean the the, the pink ladies are quite sweet, uh, but the, but the the, the the Granny Smiths are, are relatively sour. I mean, if if you don't like eating Granny Smiths, you're not going to like this product because it's a Granny Smith in a bottle. So, but there but you know there are a lot of people who like Granny Smiths. There are a lot of people who like pink ladies, and there's a lot of people who try, try both. So it's it's absolutely true to type. There is a little bit of seasonal variation in there, which you'd expect when you've got ninety nine point nine percent. Of one ingredient, which is the apple, fresh you know, apple. Ab- which is fresh apple, you know, you're going to expect a little bit of that, but that's just part of the character of the product. Mm. Uh, you know, every apple you bite into isn't exactly the same either. So, you know, we, we think people would understand that, and that's actually part of our story. I think the important part too is more than the sugar. It's mm. it's that innovation that you've been able to press a fresh apple into a bottle. Yeah, and so it's got the you know, as you were saying before, the yep. fibre and the yep. full profile of nutrition of a fresh apple, yep. peel and all. Absolutely, yeah, and that's really, that's really what, what we want people to understand. Um, and so, you know, we, we're really happy to be able to talk about that. And, and, and we were finalists this year as a business and as a, as a product in the Australian Food and Beverage Awards. So we were really chuffed with that. Uh, and so we were in Convenience Product of the Year. We were finalists um, and we lost, unfortunately, to V2 Foods, which is a great product, but um, we were up there and we were also there for Startup of the Year. So uh, that's, it's great um, acknowledgement to be uh, you know, recognised as a finalist in that category. There was, I think, over 600 products entered. Uh, it, it was a huge response to those awards this year and people are very interested in them. So uh, we're leveraging that, obviously, and it's, it's helping us communicate just how good this product is. And, and I, I suppose if we're here to talk about Gutsy Matters, yeah, the family has really got a lot of guts and they've put a lot of their energy and resources behind an innovation like this because innovation and R&D and taking another leap, particularly into the retail space, is and into a totally new category for them, that's gutsy. Mm-hmm. That's, that's ballsy. And they've, they've, it's been a long road 
you know, two years, you know, and they've continued to fund it. They've continued to work at it. They've, they've seen the pathway. There's some good project management in there from, from our project leaders. But, you know, you've, you only got to, you just got to applaud people, not just the Savio family, but other people who do innovation and go out on a branch and launch something or try to, because that, that is just gutsy. You know, it's risky, it's expensive, it's hard, it's stuff you don't know, you've got to learn, you've got to work it out, you have a failure, you, you know, you, you, you get up again and go again. And, um, you know, I just really want to applaud the Savio family and, and the people who are doing stuff like this because that's what gives us so many cool things to eat and drink and play with. And it doesn't happen overnight, as you said. I mean, they've had <laughs> two years, but also the product itself isn't... Yeah. The, you know, they didn't just decide this is how it's going to be and do it and it works. Yeah. This, so, yeah. I mean, I'm sure you've had oh, so, a had whole lot of, um, yeah, changes and tweaks uh, and, and until you get it to what you want. And yeah. I think we also need to make the point that this isn't from second grade apples. This is their best no. apples as well, isn't Th- it? That's yeah. right. These are good apples. So we don't, the juicing apples I described before, we can't use them because of our, our heat treatment. So, because of your lack of heat treatment. That's right, because we're actually being gentle to our children. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, no, we, we've, we've, we're using very good grade apples. However, they're out of size specification. Mm. So that is something that knocks out a lot of apples out of the, out of the mainstream. There are very strict guidelines on size specification. I think we, we all know that, that, that that's, you know, a little bit ridiculous. But I suppose if that's what, you know, the, the retailers and the sellers and the consumers think they want, then that's what they'll do. But the apples are perfect. They're beautiful apples. Uh, and so, and we inspect them and we pre-sanitise them. So there's a lot more eyes on the process as well than what would normally go into, a, you know, just imagine a bin of sort of bruised and mouldy apples getting tipped anonymously into a hopper and munched up. You know, that's not what goes on in our factory. So uh, we do take a lot more care uh, with that product and the apples that go in. Whilst they, they are repurposed, I mean, if, if they weren't used for that, they probably would go to juicing apples. But, um, you know, you don't get a lot of money for juicing apples and this is a far better way to value add them and use them and, and, and make them desirable for someone to, to drink. And it's fantastic. Mm. Before it was even launched, you've run or become a finalist in that in those awards yeah. as well. Yeah, that's so right. that's a feat in itself when you, yeah, to get an award for a product that hasn't yet gone to market. That, that's right. And they were, they, they were so impressed. And, I mean, we were sample ready, so we had production samples to give them and, and all of that. So, obviously, you know, it wasn't just a concept pie in the sky. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it was it was very well received, and we were, we were very chuffed to be to be a finalist in two categories. That's that's pretty cool, uh, and so yeah, we're, and we were thrilled a bits with that, um, and we just love the product, and we think a lot of other people are going to love them too. Mm. I agree, I love them. Yeah. <laughs> um, so for the listeners who are hearing this and wondering more about Apple, you know, yep. distribution is small at the moment, but yes. increasing. So if you're listening, walk into your favourite local place yep. with a cold fridge and say, have you got any apples? <laughs> and we'll create a bit of de- um, groundswell demand. That's but it. how much is a little apple to buy? So, yeah, this this weekend we're going into Central Health Foods at uh, three ninety nine, but it's produced on an opening special for three fifty. So three fifty for, for an apple snack that's on the go, hits the spot. Um, we think that's going to work. And, and once people try it, they'll just love it. And so... You know, three. You can't even buy a coffee for three dollars fifty these days. So you know, we, we we don't think that's unreasonable given what we have done to bring this product into the market. We've had some comments. Yeah, an apple's cheaper, and we, we're not saying don't don't eat an apple. But it, but this product, it's a special product. We've put a lot of time and energy into it. It's got a lot of quality behind it, and and we think it ticks a lot of boxes for a lot of people. 
in terms of your company, I mean, you've been a consultant to the Savio family. Tell us a little bit more about what you do and how you help people take a product such as Apple to market and and some things, maybe some hints and tips of if people are thinking, oh, I've got a little idea in the back of my mind and I'd really like it, like to to do something like Apple, you know, what are the steps and, and, you know, is it a good idea or do you say no, no? (laughs) All all ideas are good ideas until you work out that they're not. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, so I started up Darling Fresh Consulting, uh, I think it was in January last year. Uh, up until that, I'm a food technologist by background. So up until that, I was working in food businesses, mainly in food production. So uh, a lot of food uh, production, uh, product development, uh, innovation, develop, commercialization of concepts, and then mass mass production. So and, and then leading that into market. Um, last year, I just thought, you know what, I think I can I can help people as a consultant. Uh, and so I jumped into my own little business venture, which is a little bit risky, probably one of my own little gutsy manoeuvres. Uh, not sure how, how I thought it was going to work. Uh, what I'm basically offering is uh, experience in quality systems. So there's a lot of certification that goes on in food processing. So uh, at various levels, you know, council, then you've got HACCP, and then you've got international, some retail standards, Woolworths, Coles, that sort of thing. Uh, so I can help businesses write and uh, implement systems like that to get their certifications, which is one of the real hurdles in food production. Uh, because, uh, well, the two main hurdles are premises and certification um, because they're, they're really can be high investment um, sort of barriers to getting a startup out and, out and about. Um, I also do a lot of sort of strategy in terms of product defining. I didn't have to do much for this project because it was already done, but trying to work out what that differentiating point is, who are your consumers, who's your target group, who's going to buy it, why, what they're going to pay for it, what should your pack format be, you know, how, how's that all going to work? Um, so I do a lot of that sort of marketing strategy. You know, where are we going to sell it? Distribution channels. You know, how does that cost modelling work? Um, and then I also help with people. So I think you mentioned in, in the intro, strategy, people, systems. Um, so, yeah, strategy, you know, what are you doing? Why? Why would it work? Uh, people, who's going to do it? Your capabilities, particularly around training and understanding um, of, of, your, of your people. And then your systems, so your quality systems, your production systems, your scheduling, your purchasing, your procurement, all those sort of things I can sort of help a company get that all together. And I'll use some of those things in this project. Uh, so that's that's what I do. And it's it's been great. It's been crazy and wild and COVID's been, you know, very up and down. But all over it's been really good and I really enjoy helping people. And what, what we really exist to do is to help people improve their own capabilities. So we're not here to do things for people, although we do do things for people. We help people do them, do it themselves. Uh, so that's what we do. In February, I got really busy fairly quickly, and then in February last year, I took on or this year took on Imogen King, who's another food technologist, quality manager level, and she's been helping me. So we're now a team of two, and uh, so we're both flat out now, uh, and so we we do that for a lot of different clients, and it's pretty crazy sometimes, but it seems to work out well. Uh, and and we like helping people uh, implement their ideas, get better at whatever they want to do. We're just there to help and support them. Uh, what was the next one? Tips for people who are doing want to do things. Understand the why of why you want to do it, uh, and why it would work, and why people would buy it. If you have those two things right, it's probably going to work. Um, because the rest follows on from that. If your purpose and intent and reason for doing it is strong enough for you to have the passion to drive through all the hurdles that you're going to face, then chances are you'll succeed. And if 
actually it's a product that people want to buy commercially, then it's a viable enterprise. Then you've just got to work out how you're going to do it and what you do specifically and all the, all the rest of the Ws. But the other careful thing I think for food is, is understanding the, the certification requirements that you'd need. Uh, and if you want to scale up, having a premises, uh, understanding your cost structures and, and your margins is really important. Uh, it's, it's, and it's very difficult. There's a huge, another huge hurdle for a startup is buying low volumes of, of ingredients at the start. Until you've got scale, it's totally chicken and egg, you know. So most of the time in food, you've got to wear a loss at the start to build the volume to where you will be viable, and your cost models have to reflect that. You go right. I know it's going to cost me this much to make it today. In a year, when I'm selling this many, that's my break-even point, and I need enough funds to 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 run me up to that point. And that's that's you know that requires a lot of detail and a lot of awareness. Uh, so that's another little probably tip for people to just be very conscious about and that's really about market testing and making sure that you've got your price points right because if you think oh you know most people are really tied up in their own idea and they think everyone's going to think it's marvelous and, and not everyone does so if i think i could sell this for five bucks well that's great we can make a lot of money and, and everyone's happy but if the consumer thinks it's worth 350 and, and it cost me three dollars 90 to make yeah, I don't have a business. Like that, that's not even worth doing. So, um, you know, that kind of viability is really important as well. Um, and then I guess when you're heading through that into your launch phasing about your communication, about what you are, who you are, who you are is becoming increasingly more important about the story and the validity of that um, because people are more interested. And, you know, people are at home, they're Googling stuff, they're looking at who's the grower. There's, there's a growing number of products with QR codes saying, yeah, yeah, this was grown in that field and this one came from that farm. You know, th- there's, there's that. So if you can tap into that, that's, um, that's really good. But you really need to communicate your product and, its, and your brand and your reasons for, for purchase really well. So I don't know. That's me on the soapbox for a Excellent. while. Excellent. No, okay. great <laughs> advice. Great advice for anyone listening that's yeah. Um, yeah. got that little inkling and of idea and, yep. and to really know the why's is so important yep. in any business really. Yeah, in, in life, right? Yeah. It's, that's just, yeah, we're all about that. Jeff, thank you so much for being part of the Gutsy Matters podcast today and, and letting us know about Apple. It's a really exciting product and I've tried it and it's amazing and I know Helen loves it as well. And it, it just looks great as well on the shelf. I think it'll have a lot of appeal because the packaging is, is really great. It is very well done. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're very, very proud of it. The Savio family and the team that are working with it, we're all very proud of it and we're so excited that finally we get to the point where other people can enjoy it too. And a huge congratulations to the Savio family for for having the 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 forethought to have the innovation and to really to get to the next step. One question I was going to ask before we just wrap up was I noticed that in in some information that I was reading that they've actually started a healthy innovation for apple beverages and snacks. So is there something else on the horizon? There's a few things in the pipeline. This has really absorbed us in the last little bit, uh, especially since COVID's hit. We've really been focused on this one. But I think you can expect to see some a few things down the track. Uh, some of them are sort of at various stages of readiness. Um, but no, there's, there's opportunities in this space and I think the family is committed to those. So uh, over time, I think we can see some... Uh, you know, the, the company that has been formed is Savio Healthy Innovations. So that's actually what the company is about. So, you know, yeah, we might do a few light extensions of this because I'm sure people would love to see that and that could be really exciting. But, um, you know, Healthy Innovations says that there's other stuff coming. 
Mm, exciting times. See. <laughs> we'll look forward to seeing what else comes out of out of the Savio family factory. That's it. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. This has been a great conversation, I think, especially that whole farm to fridge story yeah. for the product. You know, it's a really great story. And as you said, it's taken some gutsy moves. Very from, gutsy moves. And, but th- that's been their story right from the beginning, from they've coming been, to Australia. for decades. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. This is just the next one of their gutsy moves. Yeah. Oh, it's been – thank you so much for telling us all about it. It's an absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks, Jeff. If you've enjoyed this conversation and know people who'd be interested in knowing more about this topic, then show them you care and send them the link to this podcast. To keep up with our Gutsy Matters conversations, subscribe and share with your friends. For extras, follow Stored Naturally on Facebook and Instagram. Gutsy Matters podcast is brought to you by Stored Naturally. We are the creators of the all-natural hemp fresh produce enhancer for longer-lasting and healthier fresh food kept in the fridge. Available at storednaturally.com.